be done yet. He's better than that. He's done such good things in this house. Lord, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for your power, God. We thank you for the miracles, God, that you are doing in this place, God, that you're doing in our lives, God. We thank you, God, that you see us, God. You meet us right where we're at, Father, with your power, God. No matter what comes against us, God, you are for us. And we thank you for that, Lord. We give you honor for that, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You're so good. We thank you for your presence in this place, Father. Man, sometimes you just don't want to stop worshiping. out of Proverbs tonight, Proverbs 16, 24, it says, kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. We thank you for your wisdom tonight, Lord. I pray that tonight as we just receive the words from you, Father, that it would go on good soil. We would not leave here the same, Lord. In your name, we thank you, Jesus. Amen. Yes. Come on, give the Lord a praise. Thank you, Jesus. He's so good. I'm like, tell your neighbor as you sit down. He is just so good. I'm just so excited about God. How's everyone doing tonight? Did everyone get candy when they walked in? Uh, okay, I'm like, Allie got candy. That's great. <laughs> Everyone else is like, what the heck? Where did this candy come from? If you did not get candy and you'd like to raise your hand, our ushers would be happy to give your sweet tooth a little sprinkle. Okay, so keep that hand weight, you know, held up high. Listen, we're talking about sugar tonight, so I figured you guys got to have some sugar in you. Okay. No, I'm so excited to be here with you guys tonight. Um, most of you know me. My name is Tila. Hi! I'm the youth director here, and uh, I just absolutely love it. Um, thank you to all the parents who trust me with your children every week. Um, they're amazing. They honestly keep me on my toes. I never, never know what those guys are going to say. I was uh, talking to them last week and telling them, that I was going to speak in here tonight to the adults, and I gave them the option, like, you guys can stay in with the adults. Like, I thought that was, like, a cool thing. Also, also, I really think that, you know, in their minds, I'm, like, really, really cool, and they all think that. So I'm like, you know, they definitely want to hear what I have to say, right? So I'm like, you guys can stay in with the adults, or you guys can go into youth. And, like, right away, we want to go to youth. Yep. Yeah. We're going to do youth. I was like, oh, heck no. 
I was like, okay, that's fine. And then I was like, okay, bring it back in. We want them to go to youth, people. This is a good thing that they're excited to be in youth. We are doing something right back there. Plus, they didn't know this, but I'm actually streaming to them tonight. Hey, guys. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> but I will make them watch this later. Trust me. <laughs> but let's get into it. So we're, we are talking out of the book of Proverbs tonight. I love Proverbs. I know some people have like a love-hate relationship with Proverbs because Proverbs is like a, you know, gets you in your Achilles heel sometimes. But there's so much wisdom that comes out of it. And so I just love the book of Proverbs. I really want to talk about the title of my message tonight for those of you who are taking notes because we are a note-taking church. I am gleaming my title based off of a quote um, from a very well-known philosopher who said this once. A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Mary Poppins, there we go, I heard one. Come on, she's a wise lady, okay? I want to be her when I grow up, I'm just saying. Listen, it was either Mary Poppins, a nursery rhyme, or I could have done this one. Andrew? And by the look of some of your faces, that's exactly why I didn't pick that one. <laughs> okay, so we're going to stay in our lane. <laughs> but so if you didn't guess it tonight, my message tonight is a spoonful of sugar. Okay? I need you guys to think out of the box with me tonight. I know that some of you kind of look at sugar and you're like, oh, no, no, no. We don't eat sugar in our house. That's, that's not good. Right? No, tonight we like sugar. Sugar is good. And medicine is bad tonight. Medicine is no good, okay? I know a lot of you are like, um, Tila, that's wrong. I'm like, no, it's not. Go with me, okay? So medicine is bad. Sugar is good. If you think about it, you know, back in the day, before medicine tasted like candy, medicine was actually pretty bitter. So anytime you had to take medicine, I'm like, this might have even been before my time. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Anyone? Okay. <laughs> um, but medicine was very bit bitter, so they did. They had to take a spoonful of sugar to help the medicine go down. So I want you to kind of keep that in the back of your head tonight as we're talking about sugar, as we're talking about medicine. Okay? So my first point, turn to your neighbor and say, I'm the sugar. <laughs> Three of you did it. Some of you, like, gave a wink, like, I'm the sugar. <laughs> I'm like, we're not going there tonight. So point number one is be the sugar. Proverbs said, kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul, and healthy for the body. I love being the sugar. I love being that spoonful of sugar that helps the medicine go down. I honestly love making people smile. I love making people laugh. I'm literally friends with everyone at Dutch Bros, not because I know them, but because I literally go there just to make them smile, okay? It's just something that I'm passionate about. I just love making people smile. And part of being the sugar, I often reflect on myself, you know, a few things. And some of those things are, what am I leaving people with? What do I want them to remember me for? Pastor Landon said it the other day in his message. Do people want to be around me? It's a good indicator if you're being the sugar 
or if you're being the medicine, if people want to be around you or not, okay? If you're anything like me, I like to learn things from people, okay? like to watch from afar, see what they do, see what not to do, what to do. It's like a really nice way of like saying I like to learn from people's mistakes. You know, I'm like, oh, you, uh, yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but I often find myself saying like, I don't want to be that person. Do you ever do that? I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that person who is rude to a waiter. I don't want to be that person who doesn't tip because my waiter sucked. Even if they suck, you still tip. Thank you for the amen. The one amen. Everyone else is like, "Mm mm-mm, I ain't doing it. Not doing it. They sucked. My food was cold. (laughs) I don't want to be that person who yells at someone in a grocery store. Listen, I was in a grocery store the other day, and it was, you know, when COVID was really, you know, like happening, and they had put, not that it's not anymore. I'm not trying to downplay it, but they had put, you know, the little the arrows in the aisle. Have you seen that? You go down, do you go to the grocery store and you're like, oh, I'm supposed to go this way. Okay, now I'm supposed to go this way. Oh, thank God y'all told me, (laughs) you know? Um, And so I was at the grocery store and I just so happened, it just worked out. Okay. (laughs) Thankful. I was happy. I was going the right way. I was like, okay, great. This is great. Well, there was a lady, a sweet old lady, and she decided to be the arrow police. Everyone's like, hmm, I've met her. (laughs) Yes, she decided to be the arrow police, and she was yelling at everyone who was going the wrong way in the grocery store, okay? And I was thinking at the time in my mind, I don't want to be that person. Like, this is crazy. I can't believe that she's actually, like, yelling at people. And when I was reflecting on this, I started thinking about it. And while it's true, I don't want to be that person Because I don't want to ever leave a bad taste in someone's mouth. But sometimes it's just as bad to sit by idly and leave no taste at all. I had multiple opportunities. I had been shopping throughout the store with this lady. Like I said, I was going the right way. Okay? So I was with her, you know, as we're going down the aisles. I had so many opportunities where I could have complimented her or you know, smiled at her, and I didn't. Have you ever seen that hidden camera show? It's called, What Would You Do? Oh, so many people. Oh, someone said his, the host name, John Kianos, or, yeah, never mind. Um, That show is crazy. So if you haven't seen it, what happens is they set up hidden cameras in like a restaurant or a public place, and there are actors, and they set up a scene, okay? There are actors, and then there are civilians, okay? The civilians are kind of witnessing what the actors are doing. And usually, it's like crazy stuff. It's some, they're usually really serious things, okay? Either there's like a domestic dispute happening, or there's like a single mom like not being able to pay for her meal, and the waitress is like, oh no, like this is not working. And, and they, the whole point of the show is to see what these people, civilians are going to do, how they're going to react. And different people react different ways, okay? Some people, for instance, the domestic dispute, some people get angry and they come to the defense and they, you know, buck up and get all angry back. Some people sit there and do nothing. 
Um, some scenarios where it's, you know, calls for it, they pay for the meal or whatever it might be. The point is, it's all how you, it's all in how you react to those situations. And if we're called to be the sugar, when you're called to be the sugar, you have to be aware of your surroundings, but more than that, you have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, okay? Because that's where our sweetness comes from. Without the medicine, without the situation, without those scenarios, there wouldn't be a point for the sugar. So the song, A Spoonful of Sugar, helps the medicine go down. It's not just a cute nursery rhyme. It's meant to offset the bitter taste that the world leaves in others' mouths. Now, we're talking about how people react. You need to be careful. You have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, but at the same time, you cannot fight fire with fire. You have to be careful. I know sometimes we want to go off and we want to be Superman and save the day, and sometimes the way to do that is to throw the villain on the top of the building or whatever. But in Proverbs, it says, Proverbs 15, 28 says, The mind of the righteous person thinks before answering, but the mouth of the wicked blurts out evil things. Pastor Landon's been talking about the Holy Spirit, and as we host the Holy Spirit, we need to trust him. We need to listen to him. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So let him be your guide. All good things come from the Father. So just know that when you're using those kind words to offset the bitter, it's not necessarily you that's that spoonful of sugar, but it's the Holy Spirit shining through you. And trust me, I'm not trying to throw stones. I'm not sitting up here. I'm not perfect, okay? I get road rage. I'm like, it happens. I clearly didn't talk to that lady in the grocery store, but I have to check my heart often, and I have to remind myself Point two, which is everyone deserves a little sugar. Everyone deserves it. Turn to your neighbor and say, even you. Turn to your other neighbor and say, you too, buddy. (laughs) Do you know those people that you have in your life that are kind of like your Jiminy Crickets? You kind of hear their voice sometimes in your head, like in certain scenarios. Well, my Grammy is one of those people. I spent a lot of time with her when I was young. And so um, she always had these phrases that she would say or these little things that I hear as an adult. Um, I'm in little situations and I can hear Grammy in my head. And one of the things she used to say when I was a kid was, kill them with kindness. Okay? And I fight with that a lot as an adult. (laughs) I thought it was going to get better as an adult, but guess what? No, it gets worse. (laughs) So I fight with it all the time, but I hear it constantly. Kill them with kindness. Who are we to decide who deserves kindness and who doesn't? You have to be reminded everyone has a story. Everyone deserves a little sugar. Maya Angelou said this, there's no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside of you. Everyone has a story. That lady at the grocery store, she had a story. Outsider looking in, it might have looked like she was just a bitter, 
angry old lady. But in reality, she could have been going through something that none of us understand and none of us will ever realize. Our fight is not against flesh and blood. So be kind to one another. When we are kind to one another, it's a form of worship to God. Think about it. When your kids, those of you who have kids, or when you and your siblings get along, your parents are what? They're happy. They're pleased. The heavens open. They're like, thank God I did something right today. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the sugar. <laughs> but they're getting along. It pleases God when we are kind to one another. We can look past hurt. We can look past fear. And we can meet people right where they're at and be kind to them. It's a form of worship to God. Proverbs 18.21 says, The tongue has the power of life and death. Those who love it will eat of its fruit. The whole point of being a spoonful of sugar is to be aware of the effect that your words have on other people. How many things do your words kill versus how many things do your words give life to? Are you speaking to your spouse, to your children, to your friends in a life-giving manner? Or are you speaking death over them? Think about how many marriages have died because of words. How many families have been broken apart? How many friendships have ended? All because of words. And sometimes the people closest to us are the easiest people to hurt with our words. Because your words are powerful. Even plants react to words. We know this. If you, oh, someone loves plants. <laughs> Someone's a plant person in here. Pastor Emily would appreciate you. <laughs> but even plants, you know, you're supposed to speak life into plants because they stand up taller and they sprout bigger and they look greener. So even if, so if the plants need good words, don't you think we need good words? Sometimes you're the one who needs to tell yourself a good word. When's the last time you said something nice about yourself and actually believed it? There's this little girl, and she has a way with words, and she knows how to pep herself up, and I just want to show you what she sounds like and looks like. So if you want to turn your attention to the screen. Look, I can be a shark. Now, my whole house is great. I can do anything good. I like my school. I like anything. I like my dad. I like my cousins. I like my aunts. I like my Allisons. I like my mom. I like my sisters. I like my dad. I like my, I like my hair. I like my haircuts. I like my pajamas. I like my stuff. I like my rooms. I like my home. I can do anything good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can do any good, better than anyone, better than anyone. I can do. I can do anything good, better than anyone. I was like, yes. <laughs> the words you speak, they have power. There's meaning behind them. I'm like, 
I want you all to go home and do that. I'm like, when's the last time you were like, I have the best house, I have the best clothes, I have the best people in my life? You need to. We all need to. I had another video I wanted to show, but I decided against it because there are some inappropriate words. So, um, But I, I was looking for things to use in my message, clearly. But, and I came across a story about a high school girl who was conducting an experiment. And what she did was she gathered students and teachers, and she brought them, you know, individually, one by one. And before she told them what she was doing, she got to ca capture their reactions on video. And when she told them finally what she was doing, she said, I'm documenting things that I find beautiful. And it was so awesome. And I'm watching this video, and I see all these different people and these different shapes and sizes and colors. And it's just beautiful that she's telling all of these different people how beautiful they are. And their reactions, they react in different ways. You know, some of them smile. Some of them, you know, hide their face like, no, like, not me. Help. Stop it. You know, some of them blush. They, they all have different reactions. Think about how you would react if someone brought you in front of a camera and told you you were beautiful. You would all react differently. There was this one reaction that stood out to me, and it's actually the reason why I can't show you the video, because she reacted in a way that she was angry. And she ended up cursing at her friend in an anger way. And it was just so sad to me as I was watching it that she couldn't even receive a compliment from her friend saying that she was beautiful. Her reaction was anger. And then I came back to that little girl has a story that we can't see. Um, another version of Proverbs 16 says, Gracious words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the body. And I want you to remember that, healing to the body. What did we just learn on Sunday? Our purpose is in Matthew 10, 8. I need my amen corner. Here we go. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leper, cast out demons. So freely we receive, so freely we give. Amen. So in Proverbs 16, it says that kind words are healing to the body. So if we're called to heal the sick and our kind words are healing to the body, your kind words heal. What this girl who was taking the video, who was doing the study, maybe understood or maybe didn't understand, but her words had a healing effect. She might not have been able to see it physically, but it was there. She was being a spoonful of sugar. And that's what we're called to be, a spoonful of sugar, to heal people with our kind words. So in closing, I want to encourage you it's a choice we have every day to not only heal others, but to heal ourselves, to speak life. Every day we're given opportunities to be a spoonful of sugar in someone's bitter day.
And as we continue to host the Holy Spirit, we will have an abundance of kind things to say. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. We will have an overflow of kindness that we can't contain. And it won't just be from us. The kindness comes from the Lord. So ask the Lord to send you people who need a kind word or a healing word this week. And watch what he's going to do because he's going to do it. I'm going to have you stand with me. We're going to pray, close this out. I hope you got a sweet word tonight. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for your word. I pray that as we continue to host your spirit, that you would give us opportunities to share the kindness that you have placed inside of us to be the spoonful of sugar, to offset the bitterness, God, that the people face every day in this world. I pray that we would be aware of our words, that we would understand how much weight they hold, that we would speak to one another with kindness. Let us have grace for people who have a story that is carried with them that we do not see. I pray that you would just be glorified, Lord, in everything that we do and everything that we say. In your name, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you for letting me be with you tonight. And uh, I ended early so you could all say a kind word to one another. <laughs> <laughs> so if you leave this place without hearing a kind word, you come and find me because then I'm going to go and find somebody else. <laughs> Let's say this together. I am a bridge builder. This is my season of favor. I am blessed to live my best. I will choose to love him first. I will worship fully, love deeply, and my community will thrive because I am praying for it. I am a carrier of peace. I will represent God's gentleness to myself and others. I will live out his gospel. I am blessed to live my best because I am a bridge builder. Woo! Have a good week. We'll see We're so glad you joined us today. If you made a spiritual decision, whether that was dedicating your life to Christ or rededicating your life to Christ, send us an email at info at wearebridge.church and let us know you made that spiritual decision. Also, if you're joining our Bridge Church family online for the first time, we have a very special gift for you. Send us an email at info at wearebridge.church to share some information on where we can send you that gift. We're so glad you joined us today. And we can't wait to see you soon. Be sure to stay connected because we're so much better. Together. Together.